0: Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Oh. how are you? This is Ebony Griffin, your host of the Small Talk, Big Thoughts podcast. It is great to um, talk to you today. Um, this one is this episode is really going to be very interesting and it is on the basis of something that happened last week. So on Monday night, last week on January 2nd, an NFL player collapsed on the football field. Now you may have seen it and you may have been watching what was going on, and it was really just uh, shocking what happened. So the players, the coaches, they all gathered to pray on the field when they were able to kind of like see what was going on. Of course, they had like firsthand knowledge of the things that were happening. The fans that were there uh, could see what was happening. The ambulance had to be called, and it was uh, really something so I was watching on one of the networks and a former NFL player and analyst by the name of Ryan Clark, he was in tears. Obviously you can see that the uh commentators, the players that were actually there on the field playing, both sides, it didn't matter which side you were on, people were were shaken. Uh, They were in tears. They were, you could see the fear in their eyes and on their faces. Uh, But this NFL, uh, former NFL player and analyst, Ryan Clark, was in tears. And like I said, he was visibly shaken and he was speaking to the other analyst and he was talking about how his mother had called him and she wanted to pray for him. She wanted to pray for the player that collapsed and his family, and of course, the teams, the NFL teams that were playing. And he mentioned that his mother goes to church eight days a week, and she's a prayer warrior. And, um, you know, it was just interesting to see the dynamic of what had happened, but then also the after effects of what was going on and what was happening after this young man collapsed. And there were fans that stood outside the hospital and they were holding signs directing the readers to pray, um, pray for this young man. And, you know, as this, the sad event unfolded, um, thank God it appears that this young man has miraculously made progress and I believe as of today he is out of the hospital He's been discharged from the hospital, so we definitely want to praise God for that. So if you haven't figured out what the topic of this episode is, the topic is prayer. It's prayer. It's uh, something that is real simple but real difficult for many of us. So prayer is something as simple as talking to God it's it, that's basically what it is it's talking to god it's talking to jesus it's talking to the holy spirit it's conversation to him and then listening to him okay so there should be a time um that we set aside for listening to be able to hear god and again this is back to any conversation that we have, I mean, how many of us have been in? We've been talking to somebody, and then all they're do, all they're doing is, you know, like the Charlie Brown voice, meow mia and then you're thinking, I don't, I haven't gotten the opportunity to say one word because they've been talking the entire time. And so that is kind of the picture that you have to have when you are talking to God, when you're in conversation with God, when you're in prayer with God. Yes, you want to tell him what is on your heart, uh, but you also want to listen back. Listen for the response that he gives you back. And, And I do want to add that. Um, There are distinct voices between God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit when they are speaking with you. And so the more you are in prayer, the more you will hear the distinct differences in how they speak to you. Um, And you can even ask God for, you know, revelation of who is doing the speaking Um, to you. So that's something that I wanted to add to this. But when we pray, most of us pray to comfort ourselves. We pray to, um, of, of course, obtain comfort from God. We pray to express our love for God. We pray to give thanks. We pray to ask for repentance Um, Which means that I'm saying I'm sorry for something that I did or I didn't do. That is what repentance is. When we pray, we're asking God for help about life concerns. Sometimes we are praying for understanding. Things are maybe so challenging that's going on in our life or something that has puzzled us. So sometimes we'll ask God in prayer for understanding And personally, I even pray for preventative uh, measures. So I pray preventative prayers for the future, and I pray to change the times in the past. Um, So that's one of the reasons why I pray. Um, But, you know, prayer can be done out loud. And really, I'm just going over some basics to prayer. Some things that may not necessarily be taught in Bible study or regular church or even standard uh, vacation Bible school type of thing. Um, But these are just some basics that I wanted to go over regarding prayer. So it can be done out loud or it can be silent. Um, But I want to say that there are so many times, uh, actually more often than not, where a silent prayer will not do. Okay, now, if you are on your way to work and you're on a train, um, then you may not want to be praying out loud, you know, but if uh, because, of course, you are trying to be respectful to other people. uh, But likewise, you might be on that same train and something is going on and you might want to say help jesus you know and that is something as short as that is a prayer so again there are specific times that warrant specific measures and i find that praying out loud gets god's attention as well as the devil's attention as well so you put the devil on notice that you are in communication with your father God. So frequently, um, you know, I want to talk about the frequency of prayer. Some people put a number on the amount of times that they pray a day. And I know a lot of other religions that are not of the Christian religion, uh, or not of the Christian faith. They might say, okay, we pray three times a day. We do, we pray seven times a day or whatever. Um, I do think that there should be, Uh, I don't want to say a set number, but it should be something that is like constantly happening for you. Um, And a part of that is, again, we're talking about relationship. We're not talking about the routine of a checkbox. When you're in relationship with someone, you want to talk to them every day. What would it be like if your spouse or your significant uh, boyfriend or girlfriend just kind of was you know, walked in the house, walked in your space with you, and they just didn't say anything all day. You know, you want to have communication and you want to have constant check-in, um, with God. And so that's one of the reasons why, as far as frequency, um, I do believe that you want, you don't want to be pharisaical or too strict and judgmental about it. Like, oh, I must pray seven times a day or I must do this or I must do that. And if I don't do this and I don't do that, then this is happening. Or if you don't pray like this or you don't pray like that, then you're not this. We certainly don't want to be judgmental or strict about it uh, but there are some important aspects that we must develop in regards to prayer um and ultimately prayer should be like breathing it should be and as breathing is, is involuntary and it's happening all the time in our mind and our thoughts and our words so with breathing we're breathing you're breathing all day. You're not thinking about how many breaths or how how many counts. You're not focused on that. You're just breathing. That's exactly how prayer should be. It should be happening all the time. Always in your mind. Always in your thoughts. Always in your words. All the time. You should be meditating on God's word and doing so in a prayer-like form all the time. Meditating day and night. And so, again, when we get a little deeper into prayer, We're really just talking about communicating with God, thinking about things with him, asking him questions, listening for him to respond back. Um, Now, what about the length of prayer, you may ask? Some people are saying, okay, do I got to pray these long, long, drawn-out prayers, or should it be 50 minutes, whatever? Well, prayer happens. It can happen in seconds. It could be a short moment throughout the day where maybe you set aside a little bit of time to pray um, or it can happen for hours uh, where that set aside time is like I'm blocking off all night to pray or I'm going to block off all day to pray. Uh, That is something that will be at your choice but it's also should be at the prompting of God which is why I I uh said earlier that this is really about relationship and the more you get into relationship with God you will hear a prompting for you to pray and God will be able to show you how long it should be so some you know and I do also want to say that sometimes we have to work our way up to that so if you're a new follower of Christ if you're a new uh christian you may want to not say oh you know what i'm gonna pray the whole day now if the holy spirit if god is directing you to pray all day then by all means go for it but you may want to work your way up to and say, okay, well, I'm going to pray for 30 minutes today, or I'm going to pray 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night. Or somebody might say, well, you know what? I want to extend that to an hour. or I want to go to five hours, or maybe that's when you work your way up to a day or the entire weekend i'm going to block off this entire time for prayer so again the length of prayer as i said it could be seconds it could be short moments it could be long moments it could be hours or days that you dedicate time to prayer now when you pray you want to be specific and very detailed. this is not the time for vague around the mulberry bush type of prayers and I also want to add that it doesn't take a lot of thou, thy language. Um, so you, although you know you might read a King James version of the Bible um, when you are talking to God, it really is very natural, and um, and 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 not a lot of hee haws or bojangling around like. You We see in most churches and with a lot of these pastors today. So uh, it's not a lot of that bojangling around and hee-haws. I mean, this we're talking about relationship and being wrong and being very transparent with someone that knows you inside out. They know every detail about you. They knew it before you were even born. So you don't want to try to shade God or uh, put wool over his eyes or put a blanket over things. He knows you and I. He knows every, you know, every hair on our head. You know, every hair on our bodies. He knows us. So this is not the time to try to fake it till you make it or uh, like I said, hee haw around, um, jump around. And this is about the goal is sharing your heart with God to, to talk like you would someone you truly care about. And, um, you know, know the target of the prayer and being very, very transparent with Him. And sometimes, I'm going to be honest, sometimes you may not have the words. You you really may not have the words. It might be something going on and you may not have the words. And we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, at another time when we speak, talk about, like, speaking uh, through the Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through you and what that looks like but really just be transparent with God of course there should be reverence and respect and what I mean by that is and I and I have to say it because some people don't know so though you might be comfortable dropping f-bombs in front of your mother or your uh, grandfather or, you know, just anybody, you might say, hey, I'm grown, I can say whatever I want to say, if I want to drop F-bombs or say all kind of, you know, curse words and things like that, I, I should be able to say it because I'm a grown woman or man. Now, that may be what you say, um, but I want to say that when you are speaking to a holy father, a holy God, uh, that you want to be reverent and respectful and... um you know, that means that the F-bombs and all the other things, you're going to have to curve those and learn how to speak with respect. And, you know, think about it. Like I said, this is your Heavenly Father. This is uh someone that, again, knows you, Uh, better than you know yourself, and has covered you and keep you, he allows you to breathe every day, you definitely want to have uh, a higher respect than you would for someone else um, that, you know, you, you may see every day. So again, um, just have that respect for them. Now, you know, I know there are many formulas or methods out there when it comes to prayer that I could focus on. and uh, But I just really wanted this episode to be about the simplicity, the need for prayer, and the simplicity of prayer. So I'm going to give you a great example in the Bible for um for prayer and uh it is from numbers and I will read um the the actual prayer uh but it's numbers chapter 6 verse 22 through 27 and so in 20 in verses 22 through 23 the lord told Moses what to tell Aaron And basically, uh, if you don't know the, the background, I do have a a episode that talks a little bit about Moses and Aaron's relationship, but ultimately Moses and Aaron are brothers. Moses is asked or told by God, Hey, I want you to go. Your assignment is to go to Pharaoh and tell them to let my people go and and the people are the Israelites, and so Moses is like, well, uh, God, I have a speech issue, and so I don't feel comfortable with my speech, and so then God says, well, f- okay, fine. If that's the case, then I'll get your brother to go, Aaron. So Aaron basically becomes the mouthpiece for Moses, um, but Moses is doing the main communication to God he is the one that is communicating with God God is communicating to him and then he's telling Moses what to tell Aaron to tell the Israelites. So, uh, in this Numbers chapter six, verse twenty-two and twenty-three, the Lord tells Moses what to tell Aaron to pray over the Israelites. Okay, so this is a prayer to pray over them. Now, I'm coming from the perspective that God is just very understanding, and He was understanding of Moses's plight, like him feeling like he had a speech impediment or a speech problem, and just not having that confidence. So it just shows that even when we don't feel as confident in ourselves that God will accommodate us and he'll help us to a point where we do feel comfortable. And so though Moses did not feel comfortable speaking to the big Pharaoh and he needed Aaron to help him, if you continue to read throughout uh, Exodus, you'll see that Moses really does get courage to speak to the people he is talking he has confidence and when he goes to god um and just a boldness so you can see him develop as a person as well but anyway uh back to this prayer in numbers god is very understanding of us and he knows what that sometimes we may not have those words for a situation he knows that in every situation we experience he he also knows our heart and when prayer is needed. And guess what? You know, prayer is needed all the time. And so, uh, you know, the word tells us to pray always and pray without ceasing. So in Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 37, the prayer reads, and I'll read it for you. The Lord bless thee. The Lord keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and may be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I shall bless them. Now, everywhere I said thee, you can say you. Um, and so you can say the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his face shine upon you and may the Lord be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance to you and give you peace. Okay. Um, and so, and, and, and also the last line of that is, um, they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. So this is a blessing prayer. Uh, it's a beautiful prayer and it's a blessing. And I would, uh, challenge you actually to, to commit this prayer to memory. It's, it's such a beautiful prayer, uh, that you can pray over yourself You know, you can pray this over your kids and your loved ones. It's simple and it is full. You know, it's a full prayer. Uh, But it's very basic and like I said, committing it to memory is something that you would be able to do. And it just has blessings all over it. It has covering and blessings all over it. Uh, But back to the NFL story. So as I said before, it was wonderful to see... You know, the dynamic's awful to see this young man pass out, you know, and collapse, right? And know what happened to him. But it was wonderful to see the reaction of the players on the field, the reaction of the fans, the reaction of those commentators. And, um, you know, and and I thought it was great to hear that the analyst's mother was praying for everyone, um, you know, Because it was an unexpected event. Now, what I want to say is, is that sometimes when life happens, and it happens, you know, all the time, things happen unexpectedly. So, life is going on, and you're just kind of like moving on with life, okay. Day-to-day, kind of your robot routine, but then something unexpectedly happens, and when that does, you may not have or get the time to call a uh, mommy or daddy. Get on the phone with them. You may not have that time. And that means that if you don't have the time, what are you going to do when life happens? Well, you have to know how to reach God for yourself. And on that same note, a former quarterback and a commentator by the name of Dan Dan Orlovsky, maybe, that's it, I'm sorry for, I, I know I jacked that name up, but his name is Dan Orlovsky, and he was on ESPN, and it was a, a similar program, but like the very next day, and it was talking about the same player, because again, this just sent shock waves to the world. This wasn't just like, oh, if you're a football fan or a basketball fan or hey, I don't watch sports. Everybody in the world knew what happened last week. And so this um this former quarterback and commentator, uh, he was on live T V and he was just like, you know what, I'm gonna pray. <laughs> let's I gotta do it, I gotta pray right now, I'm gonna do it, so he heard about it, and he just you know the more information is coming out, he's like, Listen, let's just stop this right now, and let's pray and that was amazing to me, you know it was amazing, so uh as we go through this year uh I you know, yes, we're thanking God for this man um that was um, had this situation happen to him on the field and he is out of the hospital, that is nothing short of a miracle to be out of the hospital and able to heal. So we want to pray for his recovery and his speedy recovery uh, in Jesus' name. Um, but as we go through this year, I I want you to connect to the Father because you never know when the time will come where you are being called to pray for someone or for yourself when life happens, okay? And so it's just important for you, know, you to know how to connect to God. What is appropriate? You don't want to be like, uh, uh, uh. No, you may have to stop, drop, and pray, okay? And so what is the big thought? The big thought is let's start this first month of the year off digging deep. Let's work at building our foundation on the rock and connecting with God. and and establishing a better prayer habit. So establish better prayer habits in this year. And these habits will become easier as you do them and when you understand why you're praying and how to pray effectively. So again, thank you for joining me. Join me next time as we talk a little bit about the benefits of prayer. Until next time, good people. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts.